And the wackiness continues for us, Jim. <laughs> that it does. If you guys knew what was going on behind the scenes, you would laugh your asses off. Hi. Welcome to another re-release from the Dude What Archive. We're having fun. We're hot. We're wacky. Wacky. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. I'm laughing it is fun. with you it's and good. at you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at my misery. <laughs> you love it. We're bringing you another re-release from the Dude What Archive. This is going to be another fun one. You guys listened to the Top Gun re-release last week. Yeah. This one's another big one right here. This is a, a, a foundational episode for us. This is one that we always look back in our archive with fond memories. Very much so. Um, this is kind of a big deal, a big episode, and we had a lot of fun with it, and I'm, I'm going to have a lot of fun talking about what we got going on here, so let's just get into it, all right? Yeah, let's do it. Episode six is what we're re-releasing you. Another one from Deep, a deep cut, so deep, to speak. Deep. The very back shelf, so to speak, of the Dude What Closet. It's got a lot of dust on it. we got to <coughs> get that dust out of here. Episode six, it was called Believe It or Not. That was the sci-fi action category. This is the first time we did the sci-fi action. I know. And, you're and this, he- was, this was also back in the Homers. Yeah, it's way back in the Homers. The Homers days. So The Homers Radio Network, which is defunct now. Yeah. That was back in our Homers day, back in 2017, which you guys can check out on our website, dowebpod.com. Check out the history of our show. Uh, Homers very much uh, awesome. got us our start. And if it not for them, there probably would not be a Dude What movie review podcast, if yeah. we're being honest. It's true. I mean, so, we were like these... Little babies, yes, we were left out in the street. That's and right. And they took Homer's us in. Radio came in and and adopted us, and, and immediately regretted it. And, you know, they wiped <laughs> our little noses and taught us how to walk. They sure did. Sci-fi action. The selections from that category: Alien, Blade Runner, and The Matrix. Three big, huge movies. Massive. You yeah. could not believe it at the time. No. Hilarious. You actually had another strong, crazy reaction on this whenever we reveal what's in the box. So Rightfully you guys have so. that to look forward to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Rightfully so. You know, just some notes about this one. Where we come in on this episode is going to be a little bit past Jim talking about and being real curious about the 2420 West Studios. Yeah. Where that title come from, where that moniker came from for our actual setup here. Of course, back in those days, we were in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't reveal to, to Jim on this episode. You don't. I kind of I play it a little close to my chest. I'm like, shh, you don't need to know. And so if you go back into the archive and listen, you get to hear like, you know, some funny snippets of that at the beginning of the episode. It's like, Jim's very curious about it. But we do actually reveal... The meaning behind 2420 West we Studios. Do. And the, the irony of when we reveal that actually stems from this movie. It really does. It and really does. Yeah. Because we actually later on, on episode 26, which is titled Wobble, way back in the Dude What Archives, we had Jess for the Win, super fan Jess for the Win, yeah. in studio as our second guest on that episode. We actually did on that episode a Get to Know the Duder segment where we let Jess ask us the questions. And one of the questions was, where did that come from? Yeah. 2420 West Studios. And I actually lay out what the meaning of that is. And Jess and I both learned for the first time. That's right. We're going to link that episode in on this re-release. Yeah. So you can go not only back and check out the extra stuff that's from this episode, but you can actually go and check out episode 26 and hear the story on that Get to Know the Duder segment of how the 2420 West Studios got to be named 2420 West Studios. So some fun stuff there. A lot of history on these re-releases that we're doing from history, our archive. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Th- it's actually, it's great because, you know, we've talked about it before. Like our first official season last year, we did a lot of re-releases from the archive. It's good for those of you that have been diehard fans. It's kind of giving you some history. Right. Looking back. But then those of you that are new to yep. the show. Hi. Welcome. Hello. But it also kind of gives you guys little snippets of mm-hmm. how the show has come to be. Oh, yeah. So. The cool thing about our archive is it's very in-depth. There's a lot of content there. A lot. But <laughs> if you listen back over the course of our archive through that content, you get to hear a huge evolution in our show. You know, We'll talk a little bit about that evolution on the back half of this re-release as well. This is uh, early days of movie talk. This is yeah. before we actually had a structured section of movie talk. Yeah, before Russell. Yeah, before Russell Crowe decided to uh, crash our show and make an appearance every week. Are you not entertained? Hey. Is this not why you were here? We didn't have a soundbite that we were doing there. This is before we started getting more refined and adding more bells and whistles to the show. This is like a really stripped-down version of our show back in the day. So we had like a loose format with movie talk. It was just kind of like thrown out there. Hey, do you see anything new? You know, 
Yeah. So you watch anything recently? We just kind of chit chat about it a little bit, but now it's become a a whole thing. It's, it's thing. like it's something yeah. that we look forward to doing, just so we can hear the clip. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> a couple notes, things that you're gonna have to look forward to on this re-release. One of the things that I have grown to love to do on this show is the montages. Because it allows yes. me to get creative with how I piece together the montages. And I know you and I were talking off mic. When you talk about this episode specifically, you talk about the montage more I than do. anything. Because I, it was one of those montages that it just seemed like everything worked together. The the clips, the music, all of it. This is for me, after we're, what, 100 some odd episodes in at this point, I think. So, getting, getting pretty close, yeah. Um, to this day, I still talk about this episode when I'm talking to somebody new right. about Dude What, just about the montage alone. You were starting to get more comfortable in the editing. I was. Um, you know, you were actually beginning to have fun with it. You're learning and you're like, you begin to experiment a little more. Uh, let me just say, like, I don't know how you choose to listen to podcasts, uh, those of you that are listening. I'm talking to you for a minute. But this is one, the montage you need to listen with headphones on. Right. It's good without. Yeah, it's fine without, but. but I think I, I listened to this with my headphones on. And I was like, holy crap. There's just something about the way that the music worked out. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I like it. Hopefully I didn't oversell it. But I, it's one of my, like, <laughs> yeah, I just. I hope you guys dig I, it I too. still go back to. Yeah. This is an episode that I go back to. Right. And I point back to often. Also on this episode, early on in our run, only episode six, and we're already showing a ton of love for Jaws. From the yeah. very beginning of the inception of the show, from the very first episode, we covered Jaws. It was our first five, first episode right out the gate speak highly of the film and yeah. has set a, a, a precedent for so many films going forward. And we show a little bit more love on this episode talking about the film Jaws. So we're going to get to that episode right now. We're going to go ahead and throw it to episode six, believe it or not, where we come in on this episode, of course, work life. Of <laughs> we're course, of we're course. still talking about work issues. I like Jim always says, some things just never change. Yeah. Let's talk about us. That's What's right. going on, man? What's going on with you? Good week. Good week? Good. Yeah, overall, good week. My yeah. week sucked. <laughs> I know you. My week was horrible. Going through the ringer this week. Oh, my week. God. My week was but, so uh, bad. Everybody knows by now that we work for FedEx, and yeah. this week was not kind to me at all. Yeah. It was probably one of the worst weeks in recent memory. It was pretty bad. That's rough. So, it's just week, getting you prepared for Christmas time. You know what? I actually don't mind Christmas time. Yeah. I'm one of the few that don't mind it because I know what to expect. I know what's going right. to happen, so it's yeah. no surprise to me when it happens. Yeah, I don't get upset. Yeah. Workshop long enough. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I know what's going on. I know I'm going to get tossed through the ringer on that one, so it doesn't bother me as much, so it's fine. Not a big deal at all there. So you had a good week? What's going on yeah, with you? overall, good week, yeah. yeah. And I don't know, like, today was nice. You know, girls slept in, which was really nice. And then we, uh, I don't know, my, my oldest, Nora, she's a bookworm. Like, she loves books, and so. I love books. I'm encouraged, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I try to encourage that, and her love for storytelling and stuff. So we Try to push my daughter to tell read a lot more books yeah you know she used to there for a while but not so much anymore yeah yeah so it's a lot of fun to you know and i try to use the little voices and stuff and make it fun and entertaining for her so but it, i could see you doing that yeah, too it definitely like really getting into her it. personality now like even so i'm like okay so. awesome anyway yeah so it was a lot of fun well good I'm glad yeah. you had a good week yeah good week unlike somebody <laughs> that's right i'm not gonna dwell on I'll the probably negative have a crappy week next that's week the so. it's the way it usually works comes in cycles there you go but uh, let's get into movie talk, man. Yeah, let's, let's just jump right into it. Have you watched anything recently? Anything you want to throw out there? Actually, last night we on Amazon Prime watched yeah. the Truman Show. Nice. So that is a classic, yeah, man. You know, we had referenced it like back at Groundhog Day, and I, I don't know, my wife and I were talking about it. She's like, I haven't seen that in a while. I was like, let's do it. I forgot how great it was. That's a great movie. It, is it really movie. is. It. I find that that movie is a perfect blend between Jim Carrey's humor yeah. and the dramatic side of him. Definitely. There's so many elements about him as a dramatic actor that come out in that movie, and you're just like, man, this is great. Yeah. And it's I heard, really good. I don't know why I forgot Ed Harris was in it. Ed Harris is amazing. Is he not one of the greatest actors he ever? He really is a great I mean, seriously, actor. is yeah. he not like one of the best actors yeah. that you've ever seen? Yeah. And so I, I good. mean, I really enjoy him like in the movie The Rock. Yes. With Sean Connery. That's right. Yeah, we're not going to quote that. <laughs> right, but that's a great line, but whatever. <laughs> but no, he's great in that. He's very diabolical in that. Yeah, very much um, so. I loved him in a movie called Enemy at the Gates. Yes. So yes. good in that. So, he played a sniper. A sniper, that. yes. Yeah. The German sniper. It's like, like the German 
top sniper. Yeah. So great. That's a, that's a classic movie. Anybody that hasn't seen Enemy at the Gates, I need to rent that one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. But yeah, Truman Show, that's an amazing movie. Yeah. I love that so, movie. Yeah, we, that's one of those movies, whenever it's on, doesn't matter when or where it's at in the movie, you sit down and watch it. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah. And no, I love I, I love the evolution of Jim Carrey's character throughout that movie. Yeah. You know, he's just he's like this kind of happy-go-lucky kind of take things as they come kind of guy or whatever. And then things in his life start to not add up. Yeah. And that's when he starts to really investigate and really dive into it. And, and that's when you start seeing that dramatic side of him. Yeah. One of my favorite parts in it, and it's kind of gut-wrenching to watch, is when he finally, spoiler alert, right. <laughs> when he finally goes out to sea. Yeah. And they're just hitting him with the weather, with you know, the, the, yeah. the man-made weather is hitting him and hitting him, you know, and you're just like, oh, man, they're going to kill him. And then he perseveres and gets through that. Yeah. And they're kind of like, okay, there's nothing we can do to him. Just let him be. Yeah. And then he crashes, crashes the boat into the, into the yeah. wall. Yeah. He's that literally found the end of his earth. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. it's, and that moment where he's just like, no, this can't be. And he's just pounding on the wall and just slamming at the wall. Yeah, it's the realization hard. of all these little nuggets that yeah. the truth that had been given to him throughout the movie. Yeah. And it, he comes to this culmination of like he he accepts the reality of like yeah. what? Like, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Know, my whole it really life is. has been this, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course, so right before he, you know, he finds the door, and about right before he walks yes. out, he has to give his little Jim Carrey, you know, nod, you know. And, no, and I love the way that the ending, just the way he turns around, and just, I mean, it's so iconic. Anyway, you see that, when yeah. The reference to Truman Show, that picture. But the best part of that ending, though, is the security guards in the parking garage. Right. <laughs> and the guy's like, just like, what, like what, well, what, what else is on? <laughs> That's the best part of the ending. I love yeah. that part. All right. Anyway, well, enough Truman Show. Enough of the Truman Show. Let's get, uh, <laughs> let's get to what we're. Uh, what we're here to do, we're here, obviously, to break down a movie that you haven't that seen. That I have never seen. That you should have seen. That I should have already seen. Right. And so, this week we're covering sci-fi. Sci-fi action. Yeah, so... Um, uh, that was the category. Right, so you yeah. gave me three. You gave me Alien. I gave you Alien. Which is a 1979 movie, sci-fi thriller, more more like sci-fi horror. Right. Uh, starring Sigourney Reaver, director Ridley Scott. In space, no one can hear you scream. Like, that's the... Infamous line or famous line. Uh, also, giving Blade Runner. That was a very dramatic Thank you. retelling of that tagline. Thank then. you. Thank you. I really appreciate uh, that. <laughs> you gave me Blade Runner, uh, 1982 sci fi thriller, directed by Ridley Scott as well. There you go. Uh, Ridley's on to something. Yeah, starring uh, Harrison Ford. And then The Matrix. Directed by Ridley Scott. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 1999 sci fi action, uh, directed by the. I don't know, Wachowski brothers. Yeah, I believe it's the Wachowski brothers. Yeah, which is actually two ladies, uh, Lana and Lily. But anyway, uh, starring Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. And they won a bunch of Oscars. So yeah. regardless of whichever one is in this <laughs> ugly box. What, bo- what ugly box? Oh, uh, what's in the box? <laughs> what ugly box? What are you talking about? We're working with Velcro on a shoestring budget. So I think we really should up- <laughs> I should upgrade that. That's pretty, uh, dude. I'm serious. We need to talk to Ron know. Swanson and have him like carve. I think we should just leave it. Honestly, it's no. kind of so bad that it's good now. It's kind of yeah. like where, like, I'll be honest. I'm embarrassed to take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. I took a picture of it. I just haven't put it on Instagram. Yeah, I think like, I keep fighting the urge to have you put I it on there. I have to there. run it through like 30 filters to even make it look <laughs> worthy of. There a isn't like. a filter in the world. <laughs> Silicon Valley has not come up with a filter to fix that box it's yet. It's pathetic, actually. But anyway, anyway, let's do this. Go ahead, man. Everybody wants to know. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? I do the streamers though. I, so. I don't know what. Like, did you was, rob? Did you rob like a a birthday party? Or I, something? I robbed a factory card outlet. <laughs> oh gosh, what is my looking at? What? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you yelling into the mic again, dude? Like seriously, I was not expect Alien. I've never seen Alien. You have never seen I've Alien. I've never seen Alien. Brian Sumner. Secret is out. I've never seen Alien. Never. Never. Not once. Like, never, not even little clips of it? Never or caught anything? it on TV. Never walked in on it. Nothing. I'll be honest with you. When you gave me the list. I was like, I have a feeling it's going to be not Alien. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, narrow it down. <laughs> right. Well, I was just like, surely he's seen The Matrix and surely he's seen Alien. But like, seriously? Alien. For real. Like, There's I, no... I'm trying to... This is older than you, again. Is it? Yes. It was like 19... Are you 1979? Yeah, it's older than me. By a year. 1980. I was born in 80. So if this came out in 79, yeah, it's got a year on me. I'm... It's got a year of existence on me. 
Brian, so, okay, so t- why have you not seen Alien? I really have no legitimate reason why I've like, never seen this. Like, are you anti-sci-fi? No, anti- I actually love sci-fi movies. Dude, this is like the crown, one of the crown jewels of sci-fi horror, like every... I know. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm sorry that I've been yelling into the microphone. <laughs> Like I honestly, my reaction, I wasn't I honestly. Wasn't your reaction that. for me is the best part of the show, in my opinion. Which is why we started doing like the three, the category. So I have absolutely <laughs> yeah, no idea. Yeah, what. we got to make sure that I kind of swerve you a little bit. That way, you don't have any idea what we're gonna do. But I, because I, I could just go ahead and tell you at the end of each episode. Hey, next week we're gonna do this. But what's the fun in that? Right. No, I agree. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words, bro. These are legitimate responses people so when i said in space no one can hear you scream you really know what i was talking i really about. had no clue what the hell you were talking about when you said that i was like uh sure okay makes sense well but what <laughs> okay man like so this is it won the oscar for best visual effects okay like, i mean it was you know ridley scott directed it right. Sporting weaver kind of a no name at the time this kind of put her on the map tom skirrett i think is how you pronounce that and john hurt are in it dude Oh. I mean, there's so many sci-fi, horror, like... I mean, even some of the new stuff that's come out recently, I think it has a callback to the original Alien. Right. And, I mean, obviously they have a whole franchise and stuff now of, like... Yes. You know, like Alien vs. Predator, like, you just... You've never... Never. Like, seen the original... Nope. ...that started it all. Nope. I don't know what to do with you right now. Well, I mean, obviously you do a podcast <laughs> with me. <laughs> I guess I need to watch the movie with you, but... <laughs> Just like <laughs> that's what you do with a guy who's never seen movies like this. You sit down with a, on a podcast, you talk about it, you make fun of him. Five people listen, and <laughs> maybe four. <laughs> we've gained, we've went up from three, so that's good. Why? Progress is progress <laughs> in my right. book. That's right. Anyway, well, I I don't know what else to say to you except, dude, we need to watch this freaking movie. Well, let's go talk about it. Let's go do it. All right, let's go. Do All it. right, we're gonna go watch it. And uh, like we said last week on the show, to maximize your listening experience on this, oh, yeah. Yeah. hit pause right now and go watch the movie. Go yeah. watch it with us. Watch right. Alien with us. Unless you know, like last week, if we gave a really horrible rating, maybe you want to listen to our rating before you go watch. Don't the movie. Don't listen to the rating. But Just don't listen watch to us. The movie. You have your own opinion. Go on the journey with us, hand in hand. All right, I'm extending my hand out to you right now. He is. It looks very majestic. <laughs> Hold my hand as we watch this movie. You look like a rock star, but... But no, seriously, hit pause on the... If you haven't seen Alien, if you're like me, if you're one of two people in the world who hasn't seen Alien... Seriously. Hit pause, go watch the movie, and then come back on the back end and you know see if your assessment of the movie kind of links up with our assessment. So we're going to find out. We're going to go watch the movie right now. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Sound like any radio signal I've heard. Oh, God. What the hell is that? There is an explanation for this, you know. What happened to Kane? Something has attached itself to him. We have to get him to the infirmary right away. What kind of thing? I need a clear definition. Before we dock, I think we ought to discuss the bonus situation. I didn't say anything like that except uh, molecular acid. You must be using it for blood. Don't get any on your arm. This thing bled acid. Who knows what it's going to do when it's dead? I think it's safe to assume it isn't a zombie. It's got a wonderful defense mechanism. You don't dare kill it. Did you ever ship out with Ash before? I went out five times with another science officer. They replaced him two days before we left Adis with Ash. I don't trust him. I don't trust anybody. He's dead. Anybody ever tell you you look dead? What's the matter? <laughs> the food ain't that bad, baby. You found this lane there. No blood. No Dallas. Nothing. What was your special order? Bring back life form, priority one, all the priorities rescinded. What about our line? I repeat, all the priorities are rescinded. You admire it? I admire its purity. I can't lie to you about your chances, but you have my sympathies. Unless somebody has got a better idea, we'll proceed with Dallas's plan. What? And then don't blame the others? <laughs> no, you're out of your mind. You got a better idea? Yes. I say that we abandoned the ship. You ain't out of here in 10 minutes. We won't need no rocket to fly through space. There's got to be a way of killing it. How? How do we do it? You can't. You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? A survivor. We're clouded by conscience, remorse, or delusions of morality. 
Its structural perfection is matched only by its hostility. Perfect organism. All right, we are back from space. <laughs> I'm floating. I'm floating. <laughs> the great beyond. You know, I will say, I've um, what's been really fun so far about all of this is that we have literally covered a lot of territory as far as so far, styles well, of movies. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm interested to get feedback from our listeners because I know like everyone has like a genre that they love. Right. And there's some that are like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. And I know my wife's not a fan of sci-fi. Okay. Uh, so I'm just interested... To kind of get feedback from this one when, uh, when I think, it comes out. I think there's a lot of people that enjoy sci-fi, though. Yeah. No, I do, too. But I Especially think with uh, maybe not full-on sci-fi, yeah. but at least some sci-fi elements. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's so much that you can do with it. Sure. You know like, what yeah, I mean? I mean like it the, doesn't have to be just space. You can right. Fantasy, the, all of that. So. Exactly. I mean, the, the bounds on that are just you know, limitless. Yeah. You know, you have no boundaries whatsoever. So, yeah. I mean, but, I, I like sci-fi stuff. Yeah. So, cool. So, what, so what did you think? This movie is freaking terrible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, this was, to me, this was more suspense than sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, it had sci-fi. It was set in a sci-fi realm. Yeah. But this was more suspense than an actual sci-fi movie. Sure. It just um, happened to be set in that. Exactly. Yeah. The buildup in certain scenes was, was good because it kept you on your toes like, okay, where is it coming out from? Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Where is it going to happen? Yeah. The buildup. I think in some scenes, though, that buildup was just a bit much. Yeah. A, a little too overdone. There were certain scenes you could have gotten the same effect or you could have gotten to the point of what you were doing in that scene just a little bit quicker. Yeah. You didn't have to drag, drag out so out. much stuff. But yeah, overall, yeah, this is. You like it? I liked it. Yeah. yeah, I did like it. What's interesting is, so I was doing some research, obviously, while we were watching the movie, because right. I've seen it before, but I didn't realize that the screenwriter yeah, that, that basically had written, like, the, the way he sold it, his name was Dan O'Bannon, the way he sold it was Jaws in Space. I can see that. And so... I, I can see that, yes. I, I thought that was interesting, especially because our first episode was Jaws, right. but, like, there's definitely that, that those elements in Ridley Scott. This is his second film, but, like, this is the one that put him on the map. Okay. I mean, and then he, obviously, Ridley Scott went on to do, like, Gladiator, Blade Runner, Black Hawk Down. I mean, there is a The Martian. Like, he's gone to do a ton of right. films. But this was like, boom. I mean, this was kind of his breaking out film, I guess you could say. And it's funny you mentioned that the the pitch on that was Jaws in Space, because I can, I can now that it's said out loud, I can see that for the simple fact that for the better part of the genesis of the actual alien. Yeah. When you it's first, when it's first introduced as this little bitty, like little infant alien, right. little, little baby alien, all right. <laughs> to the next time you see it, when it's just this full grown monster, which I know I said to you in the, during the, I was like, wow, that grew pretty, pretty <laughs> damn quick, escalated pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huge, really fast. So uh, you don't fully on full on see the size of the alien yeah. for a couple scenes. It's kind of hit and miss. See it just like you did, like in Jaws, you don't get the full gravity of the size of the shark until close to the end of the movie. Sure. This one, you it picks it up more kind of halfway, midpoint, you yeah. start seeing it, and you kind of had to just because you're dealing with, I think I think with Jaws, they could hold off on that because you had a smaller crew that you were dealing with that were actually going for it. This yeah. one, you have a bigger crew, much bigger uh, landscape for it to move around, sure. and a little bit more ability. It has It's definitely more mobile yeah. because it's you know it's got its footing and and it can travel around on the ship and stuff like that so and the lighting the way it was shot certain aspects you, you sometimes you'd see it you only see like it would be like a zoomed in shot so yeah. you don't get the full shot of it or the lighting was so dark or you know stroby in certain yeah, aspects certain, and yeah. you know dimly lit so you don't get the full magnitude of it i don't know other than the scene where the the guy was looking for the cat you kind of get the yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, and we'll talk about right. that in a minute. I got a bone to pick with was that. Was the cat's name was Jones or whatever? I don't yeah. care what the cat's name was. <laughs> Look, all right, before I finish my point on the size of the beast, let me just go ahead and say it right now. If I'm in space <laughs> and it comes down to me and my crew surviving or me saving a cat. You saved the cat. No, the, the, the cat is lunch. <laughs> the cat is lunch That's for the right. I'm sorry. That's right. All right. I'm sure Peta is gonna, you know, hop on the bandwagon on this, but I'm sorry if I'm yeah, in space. Yeah. And Why this, even have a cat? But whatever. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> 
and that could have been resolved from any. I'm all right, sure we'll, we'll come. We'll come back to that. Some fun fact. I'm sure that somebody will let us. Oh know. my god, nothing can explain oh, that. Man. All right, there is no conspiracy theorist out there that can convince me otherwise. Why a freaking cat was on there? All right, <laughs> we'll skip that. We'll come back. Anyway, yes, the Jaws in space. That's a great description for this movie. Yeah, very, yeah, very, that's very much accurate. how they I think sold yeah. it to the studio. And, and stuff, I can definitely so. see that. It's it's very accurate. Yeah. Well, okay. So what what were your likes dislikes? I mean, obviously, we know you did not like the cat. We just covered that. I did but, not uh, like the cat. That was what are so some of your stupid. likes? What do you think? Are... The the suspense, the build up, uh, the unknown of where the alien was going to be, how yeah. that was going to go, and like you mentioned uh, when we first started watching it, the brutal environmental nature of space yeah. where they were at on this little planet they get this distress signal or not even a distress signal as you find out it was more of a warning yeah just the harsh elements of the environment they were in and it kind of just makes it why are you going out there I right mean, yeah why are you doing this which i mean we find out later why they had to yeah you know basically the corporation they worked for yeah. it was kind of put out there they had to do it but yeah i mean I, I like i like i like the unfolding of how they go into this harsh world essentially yeah. and what they discover and then just the unfolding of the story from there how everything's just built up and built up you know to this crescendo where it's like boom here comes yeah. here comes the fight right. yeah. <laughs> you know the alien brought the fight to them they yeah. saying, well actually technically they brought the fight to themselves i mean right yeah they which we discussed that too you can go messing around with some pods, and right. the pod opens up, and you just, oh, what's in oh, there? What's in here? Yeah. yeah. John Hurt's character. <laughs> it's kind of like the Dane Cook bit, you yeah. know, mentioning Dane Cook again. But it's just it's kind of like. episode. Yeah. He's going to be our first. We got to get Dane Cook yeah. mentioned in there, yeah. But it's just like he, he did the joke. It was like, you know, people getting, you know, stung or killed by bees. He's yeah. like, who's walking through the forest going, hey, is, are there bees in these bushes over here? Oh, let me go take a look. Right. You know, you see a pod open up in space. Yeah. I don't think anything good has ever happened from a pod opening up in yeah. space. That, Typically, if you see that say, hey, happen, you run. Here? Yeah, run the other way. You know, yeah. I need mean, to get away from it. <laughs> yeah. Don't put your head directly over it and hope for the best. <laughs> right, right. It makes no sense. Yeah. So, but no, the the darkness of it, the suspense. I that, I really dug that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. The, it was a suspense story. Like I said, it it was more suspenseful for me than it was a sci-fi movie. Yeah, I think they did a really good job, even from the beginning. Of, and kind of, kind of mentioned that when we were watching, just of capturing this element of being in space. So I, right. I was trying to picture myself in a movie theater completely black yeah i mean like you could feel just the way they kept yeah. even the opening sequence and how alien the the title even yeah. came up real slow mm -hmm. very intentional it just kind of really puts you in that environment right pretty quickly yeah which would then yeah the unknown i think would terrify the crap out of you <laughs> <laughs> Even well, more. Again, we discussed yeah. this throughout the movie. I brought this point up so many times. Blame the scientists on this one. Right, which we found out later, spoiler Blame, alert, was yeah. not a scientist. It was an android. A, an android, yeah. But scientists and the name of science... All right, maybe there's something to that. Yeah. We need to put an end to all scientific <laughs> research right now because those guys are the are the ones going, "Hey, is this pod opening up? What can we do with this?" <laughs> don't kill the alien. Don't don't damage the alien. Right. You know, we have to bring it back. You yeah. know, it's you know possibly gonna. It's got acid foaming <laughs> out of its mouth. Ship, but yeah, yeah, and it's eating through the hole of the ship. But you know, let's not kill it or anything. Yeah. Let's just preserve it and bring it back. <laughs> Makes no sense. Makes no sense. But. <laughs> You know that's yeah. that's in a lot of sci-fi right. movies. Yeah. I mean, of course, yeah, it, yeah. You can't. I can't. Plot point kind of. I can't. I can't fault story, this movie so. for that because you see that in so many other movies sure. where it's just like it's. There's always the researcher. Don't destroy the organism. We need yeah. to. Yeah. We need to study it and find its benefits, dude. It's ripping your leg off yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay. There's no benefit to that. Okay. It's, there's only a downside. So just stop. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. So stupid. Well, stupid scientist. Stupid scientist. <laughs> Say no to science. Say no to science. Bill Nye, the science guy, will be no. very angry with you. No. I will arm wrestle him. <laughs> was there a favorite scene or a best scene for you? I like the well, I mean, I think it's a I think it's a classic scene, just it, the, it the, is a, the stomach. Yeah. The, or the alien, the chest or the stomach, just yeah. there, there it is. Yeah. You so know? that's obviously very iconic. Like that's even I think what the Film Institute of America, I, I don't quote me on that, but like right. basically it was like this is yeah, it's kind of gone into this library, if you will, of like iconic right. movie moments. So the interesting thing about that scene, though, yeah. and I mean this is obviously Google, Wikipedia, movie right. phone, I think. So. In the script, I guess it was just written that the thing emerges. So, yeah. like, the 
none of the actors knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh, really? So that's why when you like if you were to go back and watch it again, you see the react. The reaction is genuine. <laughs> like they had no clue it was going. So no to No one smarting them up on that. Right, huh? and then so then uh, uh, Veronica Cartwright, who plays Lambert. Okay. I think like they told her you you'll get. Just so you know, you'll have a little blood on your face, whatever. Well, <laughs> that wasn't a little bit of blood. So that's like you see that reaction. Well, I don't know if you noticed, like they didn't turn to her character. She screamed, but then yeah. they didn't turn to her character for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think in the original shooting, after the thing emerged, right. she fainted. Oh, really? Like she passed out. So there was that wasn't a little blood. No. All right. She looked like she was front row at a Gallagher show. All yes. Right. She got smashed with like strawberry Very pie. Much so. Very that was much so. But that was like obviously that's a very iconic scene and, and just like I mean even spoofs and stuff have been done on it now you know since right. then but okay so obviously that iconic scene so what right. uh, do you have any other favorite scenes well if I'm being honest Sigourney Weaver a young Sigourney Weaver yep yep and white cotton shirt and <laughs> panties I think uh, it's only fitting <laughs> <laughs> she took my breath away waited to the very end. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a number of scenes. Just uh, the overall suspenseful buildup, you know, it's like a culmination of scenes. I, I can't pick any one in particular out, but sure. definitely, definitely for sure, the iconic scene, and definitely for sure, Ripley, <laughs> Sans clothing, those two, huh? yeah, just for sure. sure. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> too good, too good. Yeah. So, what do you think about the uh, the alien in and of itself? Okay, the actual the the, the actual the alien. concept yeah. and seeing the the initial concept and the design brought together to create the on screen presence of the alien itself. Yeah, like and just terrifying, mind, like, terrifying. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah, it's great. And they've actually, I mean, they've obviously with CGI and everything nowadays, like the right. the sequels and things like the this alien. Was, has but gotten, this was seventy nine, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was. I believe so. Yeah, this was that was impressive. Yeah, that thing was terrifying. So the the, uh, the reason I brought that up is because so the artist his name is H R. I'm going to say Geiger. I may be pronouncing that wrong, but Hi, he's a Swiss artist. Yes, yeah, Geiger. Um, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> so his initial designs for this, uh, the what they call the xenomorph, okay. which is the A line. So when he's coming in, I guess to L.A., customs held it back because there were so the images were so disturbing. Right. Like so, then they had they had to like basically the producers have had to go there and say, "No, look, this is for a movie." Oh, okay. Like, and everything, but I don't know. I so thought they that thought was, he was. They, yeah, they were he like, was coming uh, to L.A. to do some serious damage. Yeah. Okay. But like he intentionally, some of the other studies and stuff on it showed that like he intentionally left the eyes off the alien to just create even more of a soulless. Well, I mean, feature. It, I mean, well, it makes it, it makes it drives home the point. I mean, yeah. just the the shape of the head and the the mouth, and then the the protracting yeah. in, inner mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ugh. Yeah. It's ugh. You know, just it's terrifying. It yeah. really is. And now, like you said, the fact that there's no eyes or no visible eyes that you can see on the on the head and what's on screen, it's just got this massive head. I mean, it really is. I mean, if you see something like that, yeah. I mean, and especially in space where no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> Now I understand. Now you understand. Yeah. No, if I saw that thing, I'm done. Game over. Here's the cat. Here I am. I yeah. just... <laughs> Eat the cat. If that doesn't do anything for you, take me. Make it quick. Please. Please, because you are terrifying the hell out of me right now right. with your non-eyed face. Drooling. Drooling acid spit. Spit, yeah. And just your 14 mouths and your head that is bigger than Texas. Yeah. Just. It's a good description. Just end it now. That thing is... Ugh, God, yeah, it's, it's pretty. Hard. That thing is literally the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree. If, if they were going for intense scariness, they scare the hell out of you right out the gate. They did it. Did a great job, didn't they? <laughs> job well done. Job well done. Right. What would you say now, seeing the film? How have you seen it shape maybe the genre of sci-fi horror, sci-fi thriller, as well as just movies in general? I think the idea that you can take science fiction elements and horror elements and put them in a really good story and make them suspenseful yeah and build on the suspense aspect and use 
use human emotion to build towards your end goal, which is this terrifying thing. Yeah. And you don't have to focus on the shock value of whatever beast that you, in whatever movie, you don't have to worry about gore. You don't have to worry about all these other excessive things. You yeah. can just focus on story and story building within the realm of the genre that you're working in. It's just like, it's like any other thing. You don't have to beat a dead horse with excessiveness in certain areas. You just have to have a good story. Yeah. And you have to have good suspense. Yeah. And, and, and within regards to like this storyline. Sure. So I think they did a very good job of showing how to build suspense within a sci-fi realm. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, that right there, I mean, and like I said, this is 79, so obviously there you know, there's a lot of other space movies from that point on. Most definitely. More than likely, there's probably a large percentage of really just terrible space movies. Yeah, yeah. But even, I, have, I mean, that, even just that whole concept of, like, aliens attacking, like, you know, right. just, I mean, what you see that a lot even in yeah. the genre still. And I feel like, you know, yeah, Alien kind of is the, probably just like Jaws is for many, they right. turn to, to look for, for certain pull certain elements out of the same deal with I think alien and within the sci-fi genre especially right so and I mean it's Ridley Scott his brother Tony Scott who did Top Gun which obviously we shredded but like are they really they're, yeah, they're seriously brothers. yeah they're brothers yeah yeah and Tony Scott like I, I forget we didn't even talk about it during so okay Gun, so Tony, let me get... like so he's he's younger brother of Ridley no but like and he went on to do like you know Man on Fire uh, Days of Thunder like so a lot of because I started thinking about that after the fact even but like a lot of the stop and go methods of the Top Gun is just kind of Tony's right that was kind of his his well, little was, marker on it but Ridley well, Scott like there's thing, there's elements of that I think you see even in Alien that you what see I, in other movies what I was getting done. ready to say was though I mean so he puts out Alien and then a handful of years down the road his brother his puts brother. out Top Gun yeah both with with what Tom was his name Tom Skirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Another connection. Yeah. I'm just wondering what that Thanksgiving was like that year right. after Top Gun came out. Right. It's like I put out Alien. I put out Top Gun. Really? You really want to make that? Ar- <laughs> I. If I was. But you didn't know they were brothers. I didn't know that. Yeah. Apparently, like the whole Scott family is like big time directors. Like even I think their other brother Frank and. Um, but yeah, and Ridley is actually Sir Ridley. He was. He, Sir Ridley. Yeah. He was made a. Like Sir Elton John. Yeah. Like yeah. Because of his contribution to British film, so well, there you go. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but anyway, now you know. That's the only little tidbits of information you're going to get here on the Dude What podcast. <laughs> Just throwing that out there, or Google, but whatever. <laughs> Google's really good too. But if you want, yeah, I don't want to act like if you I want to be entertaining. I don't want to act like I know what I'm talking about. I had to look this stuff. He up. He knows so. exactly what he's talking about. He is a movie database. <laughs> I'm not. I am not. Do not come to me for that. All right, man. So um, any other final thoughts or anything on that? Just I I would say that uh, having not seen it, I would say it was right on par, maybe a little bit higher than the expectations I thought for it. Okay. Uh, I I didn't realize it was going to be as suspenseful. Easy for me to say. Suspenseful? Suspenseful. I didn't realize it was going to be as suspenseful as it ended up being. In that regard, going beyond the realm of a sci-fi movie, it, it delivered for me. Yeah. So, I guess in that note, what would your ranking be? I Basically, Brian, I want some answers. You want answers! I want the truth! <laughs> you can't handle the truth! You want answers, Jim? I do. Just give me the truth, man. Lay it on me. What's your ranking? What is your rating for Alien? Well, I gotta say, this was, uh, this movie... This was a pretty good movie, and like I said, it exceeded my expectations. You know, not too much, but enough. You know, to have me drawn in, and I love the story, and I love the suspense, and I love the build up, and everything. I would have to say, uh, I got to give this. This is a landmark. I'm giving it a four, man. A four. A four. Really? I'm giving it the Tropic Thunder treatment. Being the dude disguises another dude. Man. Tropic Thunder is a, is a great movie. Uh, there, there. I'm a dude. I'm a dude. Disguise another dude. I love that man. Anyway, yeah. Tropic Thunder. So what, Tropic, this Tropic is the Thunder. First one we've had. Yeah, this is the first four, four that we've had on here. Four, first four rating. Uh, Tropic yourself. Thunder is. It's a great movie, but it. it, it for me, there, now there's a lot of movie that would make a lot or a lot of people that would make this movie a five. You know, in their yeah. own eyes. You're talking you know, about Alien. I'm, I'm talking about Tropic Thunder. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. A lot of people may would, would probably think it's a five, but for me, there are certain aspects of it that keep it a notch down from, you know, being a five. Sure. So, you know, Tropic Thunder, it, it's kind of like a four knocking on the door of a five. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's how I kind of feel like Alien is. Alien's like a four 
knocking on the door of a five. Okay. You know. Why? I just feel like uh, there are certain... There were certain parts of the story, like we talked about earlier, scene buildup, mm-hmm. a lot of excess stuff that could have been cut out, you know, gotten more to the point on certain things. It just, I mean, as as good as it was, I found myself watching it, though, pointing out stuff and making comments about yeah. things like this doesn't. And I know it's a I'm beating a freaking dead horse on this that. Stupid cat. cat, The cat. That was a plot hole that made no sense to me. It really made zero sense to me. And I know it's such an insignificant thing in the overall story, but it does detract because so many instances... They're going after the cat. They're going after this cat when they know they got this big beast on their ship killing. Right. Right. Really? A cat? I'm sorry. Again, and I'm an animal lover. I have a dog, and I love my dog. Cats aren't animals. (laughs) Cats are evil. They're not real. Cats are androids from the future sent back to eliminate us. So as you can see, Jim, it's real simple. (laughs) It's easy to put together where my hatred for cats in films has come from. This was definitely the start of that, right? Especially one's named Jonesy. Yes. Still not a fan. I don't care what Jess for the Win says. We talk about, on the front end of this episode, Jess for the Win and Wobble, right? Oh, yeah. For people that don't know, like, after she listened to this episode, she sent a very long email. It's like four and a half pages long. Yes. Email. There was, like, memes and memes, captions, diagrams. And that, Flow now, charts. That I, now that I look back on it, I, maybe she wasn't so much upset about Jonesy. She was Jones and she's wanted to be the next co-host. Yeah, yeah, because she had, she, she already, had submitted a resume. Yeah, she had already written a dissertation on the film Alien. And all of that led up to the Wobble episode. <laughs> yeah. So now that I'm thinking back on it, but look, yeah, but yeah, she, looking back now, I think she was trying to undermine I you think a little that's bit. That's what it was. But yeah, she. Uh, it's a good thing you had control of the email account at that time. <laughs> this, <I think> the, <laughs> right. Right. One thing, looking back on this episode, you know, I, you know, you touched on it a little bit when we were talking about the montage on the the front half of this. You know, I, I feel like my editing skills, even at this early stage, have started to kind of blossom a little bit more. I was, like you said, getting a little more freedom, a little more comfortable, having a lot more fun with it, and just realizing that there's a lot of potential there of things that I can do. Yeah. And so I was having a lot of fun with it. I will say, I also believe that my interview skills were better back then. I feel like I've kind of lost that a little bit. But No, you haven't. Yeah, I think you're just being hard on yourself. Maybe, it's, maybe it's just changed the way You've always it. been really good about asking some really good questions and keeping the conversation going. So don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. I look back and I'm like, man, and that was one I was asking good questions. Well, it could have been also the fact that you were really invested in it because it you did be. have such a strong reaction to it. That's yeah, true. It's you true. Know. So in this episode, you know, you guys, if you've gone back in the archive, and even if you just listened to the re-release last week, you've probably picked up on the fact that I was doing a lot of movie suggestions. This was back in the day when I was given a movie suggestion on every episode. Yeah, it, it didn't come until like way later that we decided that anything less than a four we would give a movie suggestion for, you know, anything that was a four or five solid films. You don't have to worry about watching anything else. So on this particular episode, you know, where we cut it off, you guys didn't get to hear the movie suggestion, but this was a first for us at this early stage of our show. I didn't give just only a movie suggestion. I also gave a video game suggestion that you should check out. And it's pretty interesting, fun facts with that. If you go back and listen to the full episode in the archive. So I highly recommend going back and checking that out because we had some interesting conversation with those suggestions after the breakdown of the film. So that was a lot of fun. Also, obviously we get ready for the next episode after this one, which was episode seven. And that was titled very scary. <laughs> Some of you out there may even know what that means already right off the jump, just right. from the title. Cause it was animated category. It was an animated category. And the movie suggestions for that was the Lion King up and lady and the tramp, yeah. which you almost lost your crap over. I did. Like all of those. I did. <laughs> I mean, you were just like, what? Yeah. And that and actually leads to a conversation that isn't on this re-release, but if you go back in the archive and check it out, we actually talk a little bit about some of the early quote unquote meetings that we had, which was basically I was just sitting around my kitchen table <laughs> talking about concepts and things that we could do for the show. And I actually had a list of movies you at did. that time. The the list, right? Yeah. And I had started reading some of those. Yeah, because you're like, hey, let me you. just give you an idea what some of the movies I'm thinking of. And, yeah. And I was just like losing my ever-loving mind <laughs> in your kitchen. Yeah. And you just stop and you go, I wish we were recording this. Yeah. That's when I stopped telling you movies. And that's yeah. when it became a thing. Therefore, like literally the next two and a half, three years, 
I didn't have any outside conversations with people about movies because I didn't want stuff to get back to you right. about movies yeah, that I no, hadn't it's seen. True. And there, you know, it's just funny because even then, even after you had read those, there's some of those that I've forgotten. You know, oh yeah, uh, over they, time there were movies that you had forgotten from the original list. Yeah, and there's one episode I can't remember which one it is, but there was one episode where you were like, "Hey, wait a minute, this was on the original list, wasn't it?" I'm like, "Yes, it was." You're like, "Oh, I'm forgetting the list." Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, episode seven, very scary. That was a fun episode. Uh, we talked about some really in-depth stuff on that. So definitely go back in the archive and check that out. The last note I want to make about this episode, particular, the alien episode here on the Believe It or Not episode six, we show a lot of love for Dane Cook, man. Oh, Uncle Dane, man. Uh, you know, if we go back and we talk about the history of uh, Gemini's friendship and how it came to be and we owe a lot of it to Dane Cook, and that's not right. us making a joke. Like seriously, Legitimately. like yeah. we shared a love for his comedy, and it's how that's what kind of brought us together when we first started working together that's back how in the we day. Get bonded. Like, that's right. Yeah, and so we kind of give some of that love back out into the universe on this episode because Dane Cook has a very, very hilarious bit. Uh, in one of his stand-up acts where he's talking about the movie yeah. Alien. And Jim made a very good point on this episode. If you go back and you listen to the archive, you can hear all that clip. It's a it's an Easter egg at the end of the yeah. show. Yeah. And you can go back and check that out. And it's a lot of fun. You get to hear Dane Cook. We I think we will probably link to that, his website on this episode again as well. Sure. Listening to Dane Cook is one thing. Watching Dane Cook is a completely different thing. Yes. And for this bit particular, I highly recommend trying to find it on YouTube if you uh, can and watch it. I will it. see if I can find it and yeah. maybe link it in the show, be, show notes. That would I, be fantastic. I, I would prefer it to be linked to Dane himself. Absolutely. Just so because it's his content. Absolutely. And even in, in this episode, we try to give as much love to Dane as possible. That's but, right. Uh, he has no clue who we are. We know that we're small potatoes, but literally his, his fingerprints are all over the show. Yep. But also, you know, talking about the Easter egg, I mean, that's something that we've been doing from day one. Right. Is giving little Easter eggs at the end of our shows. But this is one of those that I remember, it was kind of a big deal. It was a big Easter egg. No, for sure. It was a big deal for us to show a little love to basically the guy who <laughs> inadvertently brought us together as as buddies, as yeah. friends, as yeah. coworkers, you know. So it was a big deal. And like I said, just putting that out in the universe, you know. Even if he doesn't know who the hell we are, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're he's, still showing some love and some respect and appreciation. He's so. still Uncle Dane to me. That's right, buddy. All right, now we're done with this re-release. But before we get out of here, uh, we teased it last week. And we'll go ahead and do it right now. We have the new movie selections for episode four you know we, we cut those out of cool hand luke <laughs> yeah. and so we're gonna do it right now and i have the clip saved from that episode our mics are gonna be on we're gonna listen to it as you guys listen to it i'm hoping there's still some funny stuff in it maybe we can get some chuckles out of it <laughs> <laughs> so here we go this is gonna be your movie selections for next week's episode this is gonna be episode four i've just been sitting over here just putting together categories like getting prepared for future episodes i got a lot to choose from here i don't know how i'm gonna narrow it down to just three for you but i'm gonna try okay jim is gonna get three categories he's gonna narrow it down to one and then in that category we're gonna have three movie selections that one we are gonna cover for sure but you don't know if it's all three that i haven't seen or two of them i haven't seen or maybe just the one that we cover you don't know, Jim. No one ever knows. I know. And that's why we do the show. Let's you know, see here. For as many seasons as we've had. Yeah. I mean, granted, this is our second official, but, you know, we've been yeah. doing this since 2017. Yeah. We have quite a bit of content out there. Oh, yeah. And you just still are surprising me. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what you got. What you got? Okay. Got some new categories for you. First up, psychological thrillers. These are films with some intense drama. Okay. A bit of touch on the psychology, a little bit of thrill ride for you, <laughs> a little bit of intrigue, so to speak. Psychological thrillers. Okay. Next up, 80s sci-fi. Ooh. Yeah, films from the 1980s that have a touch of the sci-fi element to them. Okay. Your last category, Nicolas Cage. Oh. Yeah. These are films starring the great and talented Nicolas Cage. Hmm. So. Psychological thrillers, 80 sci-fi, or Nicolas Cage? Man, why do you got to do that to me? Well, you know... I'm it's... thinking about the film that's just come out, I think, with, about Nicolas Cage. Yeah, um, like literally all about Nicolas Cage. Which hopefully we can do a side table on that. God, that'd but, be uh, hilarious. You know what, though? No. Okay. I wanted to do that, but I'm not. Yeah. Let's do 80 sci-fi. 1980 sci-fi films. All right. Let's do it. All right. 
films that have a touch of the sci-fi that were that came out in the 1980s. Are you ready for your selections? I think so. All right. First up, Maximum Overdrive. Okay. <laughs> okay. Second, Dune. What? And last one, RoboCop. Shut your freaking mouth. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so Maximum Overdrive. Yep. Dune. Yep. Or Robocop. Yep. Wow. One of which we're going to cover on the next episode of the Dude What Movie Review Podcast. (laughs) I want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. (laughs) I love when you have these reactions, man. It's so strong. You're like, shut up. (laughs) Well, here's the funny thing. Yeah. We just recently recorded that. Yeah. And we did Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. I forgot. So I'm sitting here like, wait, what? what? Which one did I pick? And I was like, wait, what did I pick? Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. Man, oh man. Okay. All right. All right. So that's what you guys had to look forward to on next week's episode, episode four, 80 sci-fi. Kind of, of unintentional back to back there, but hey, whatever. Hey, you know what? You're welcome. Just, we're bringing you the yeah. sci-fi. It's a big deal on our it show. We, we we like the sci-fi. It is. And we like the 80s. So yeah. just smoosh them together. It's there a lot of go. fun. So we're going to go ahead and bounce on out of here. We thank you guys for tuning in to this re-release episode. Alien, great movie. I uh, wish I could have scored it just a touch higher, but Jonesy the Cat ruined it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jess, for the win. Uh, as always, you can check out everything that's do what related to do what pod.com. Follow us on all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for at do what pod or do what podcast. Really simple. Uh, I want you guys to drop us some lines and emails, man. Yeah. Hey, you guys at do what pod.com uh, looking to get some emails from some of you guys out there has some strong reactions to some films that we've already covered this season. <laughs> I hope to get a lot of hate mail that way I can just, you know, take a dump all over what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact that we have a few in our inbox, at least one. That is fantastic. I, I love read it. it yet, but I know what's hey, it's there. Good email, bad email. It, as long as you're interacting and having a conversation that that's what we want. We're here for entertainment and we're here to have some fun. So we're looking forward to that drop us those emails and then while you're at it go ahead and leave us a review we'd really appreciate if you leave us a review five star review that would be fantastic that would be great and on all these episodes of course even with re-releases check out the show notes at the bottom of the page there and we're gonna have links for everything i mean these re-releases we're gonna have links for all kinds of crap you know we have mentions of past episodes soundtracks dang cook we're gonna link to all kinds of stuff so it'd be a lot of fun check all that stuff out speaking of show notes yeah the email Right. Is attached to it as well. So anytime so you guys. It's way easy for you yeah. to just go show notes, click email, boom, 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 send it. Jim has made it really easy for you to get in contact with us and yes. to check out all of our stuff. It's real simple. We want you reaching out and touching us. <laughs> okay. That is clearly an overreach. Yeah, we will reach out and touch you. <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't. All right, we're getting out of here. <laughs> I got nothing else. Thank you for tuning in on this archive re-release. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for episode four. 80 sci-fi action. Bye, guys. (laughs) 